What is going on, guys? Welcome to week six of Bucket Hats and Toe Taps. This is Jimmy. We're going to be going over the matchups from last week. We're going to be going over the standings, and then we're going to be going over the matchups on this up-and-coming Sunday, the 5th of December. So, what we're going to do is we're going to start out with the double headers that we had in the North Division, and I believe that a couple crossover games with the South, so we're going to just go over those. And then we'll move into the East, West, and then we'll do standings. And after that, we'll go into the matchups for next week. So, as of last week, our first game for the North Division was Moneymakers versus Royalty. Moneymakers ended up taking this one 56-14. I thought that, you know, Royalty and Moneymakers, that might have been a uh, closer game, seeing as they both are two competitive teams and everything. But Moneymakers showed that they are a team to not be fucked with. They are playing very well this season and everything. They're doing very well. All together, um, seem to be the front runners of the um, North Division as right now, and Royalty just seem to have an off week as of this week. Either that or Moneymakers are that good, and were able to win 56 to 14. All right, then you have Pass and TDs versus Doctor D. Pass and TDs ended up coming in on top of this one, 39 to 14. Um, very impressive showing out of Pass and uh, Pass and TDs. Doctor D, while being a silver team, they are or no, they're a gold team, I think. No. Outlaws are gold, Dr. D silver, same quarterback. Anyways, um, Dr. D, you know, they're a very well put together team and everything, but Pass and TDs are just showing that they are an all-around better team and showing why they are in gold instead of silver. And then you had Pass and TDs playing a second game um, right after that at 10 a.m. You had them playing Monstars, and that was actually a game that ended in a tie 28 to 28. That's very impressive from the Monstars, seeing as Pass and TDs are a good team. I'm guessing, you know, playing two games back-to-back -back probably left Pasatiti's a little bit gassed, probably a little bit difficult to play the two back-to-back -back games and keep up with a team that's as fast as the Monstars and everything. So I can see why they tied 28-28, and Monstars have been showing that, you know, they've been playing a little bit better as of the past couple of weeks. So um, good showing of the Monstars and Pasatiti's, you know, a, a tie is not a loss, so it's not too bad out of you guys. Then you had the Outlaws versus Pray for Snow. They ended up winning that one, 28-13. Outlaws with a strong showing. I said that they needed two wins to possibly, you know, still stay in the standings as of right now. And Pasatiti getting a tie, it's not the best for them, but it's not the worst-case scenario. They are, like, you know, creeping up on the leaderboards as of right now. So you have Outlaws uh, take a win over Pray for Snow, 28-13. And then they had a doubleheader right after that. Outlaws played 7-3-2. They ended up winning that game, 22-6. So the Outlaws showed, you know... They are a team that deserves to be in the gold division. They beat two silver teams, showed, you know, they are playing a little bit better than the silver teams are as of right now. So they do belong in the gold division. It just seems like the gold competition seems to be a little bit better as of this year with Outlaws, Plan B, Pass the TDs, and Moneymakers. So, and then after that, you had Plan B versus the Pylon Pythons. Plan B ended up winning that one 40-18. Uh, no surprise there. Pylon Pythons are a good team, but Plan B are a team that I said were competing for the one seed in the gold division. So the fact that they were able to beat a silver team, even if it is the one seed for the silver team, does not surprise me whatsoever. All right, so those are all the matchups that you had for last Sunday for the gold division. Moving on to the silver division, we talked about money makers and royalty, talked about passing TDs and Dr. D. Then you had show us your TDs with a crossover game against Miami Sharks. Show us your TDs ended up, you know, up big in halftime and then... It ended up being, it was a very weird game. It, was, it ended up being a 5v5. 
and we ended up losing 48 to 41. I don't know. 5v5s are weird. There's too much field to cover, especially when they're playing man. It's a fast team. We had five guys, and then they switched to man, and then it got very, you know, hard to get open because they're a faster team, and they're pretty athletic. So, I, I, I mean, it is what it is, but Miami Sharks ended up coming out on top of that one, 48 to 41. Then you had pass and TDs versus Monsters. We talked about that game. We talked about both the Outlaw games, and we talked about Plan B. So that's it for the Silver Division. They had a whole bunch of crossover games, and that's it. Moving on to the East, we talked about Show Us Your TV TDs versus Miami Sharks. Then you had Going Deep versus Revenge Shore. Going Deep ended up coming out on top of that one, 41-27. No surprise there. Um, them having a crossover game with a team in a lower division. Going Deep ended up taking a win over them. No surprise whatsoever. Going Deep are a good team. Pretty sure they're still competing, if not in first place. No, they're competing for a first place seed with uh, Phantoms as of right now. Then you had Black Panthers versus Spartans. Uh, Spartans came out on top of Black Panthers, 41-18. to 18. Uh, No surprise there. Spartans are, like I said, they're the four seed, basically. And right now they're trying to compete, uh, trying to get back into that four seed spot. In their eyes, they are the four seed. And then I think Show Us Your TDs are the three seed. And then it's going deep in Phantoms as of right now. But, you know, Revenge Tour is, someone in, is somewhere in there. Um, is Revenge Tour still in that division? Hold on. Let me go back. Uh, Revenge Tour is in that division as of now. I thought they got moved down. Okay, so Revenge Tour is 3-3 three and three back in the East Division. I thought they got moved down to the West. I don't know why. But, anyways, Revenge Tour 3-3, three and three, technically the 3 seed as of right now. But, it's not that I'm saying that they're a bad team, but they have lost to both the, I believe, the Spartans and Show Us Your TDs. So, I mean... It's no surprise that I'm going and saying that I think that... Oh, no, the Revenge Store plays Spartans this week. So if they end up losing to Spartans and they end up losing to show us your TDs, I don't think they're the clear three seed as of right now, but they do have the better record. So, you know, they are three seed as of right now. And then you had um, Phantoms versus Renegades. Uh, Phantoms ended up coming out on top of that one, 50-6. No surprise there. Phantoms have been playing really well this uh, year, and the Renegades are... I don't know, they seem like they're falling apart. They seem like they have a lot of teammates that are on different teams and everything. They had a different quarterback playing last week. It was very odd. Everything I saw last week was just very odd all around. But, uh, yeah, they, they seem like an incomplete team as of right now. And then moving on to the East Division, it was a day of weird matchups. You had TF rating versus one-hit wonders. TF rating ended up tying one-hit wonders, which... It's just surprising to me. I'm very surprised that One Hit Wonders ended up tying TF Rating. Um, one Hit Wonders are a well-put-together team and everything. TF Rating aren't the worst, but they're not the greatest. And I don't know. I'm just surprised that One Hit Wonders were able to tie... Uh, t or that TF Rating were able to tie One Hit Wonders 35-35. to Then you have Militia versus the Rejects. Militia ended up coming in on top of that one 34-24. to Um... You can ask either team. That was just a matchup of, of just... The, it's one of those games where the refs didn't know the rules. They conversed for like... I think it was two and a half, three minutes that were taken off the clock because they were conversing with each other over if a play... A handoff run play was allowed in the league. Like three minutes for them to talk about if a handoff was allowed in flag football. I don't understand how it took that long to figure out a rule that, you know, it's one of the most basic rules in all of football, so I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah, that, it was just, I don't know why. 
I, these refs can't get basic rules down as of right now. I love you all. I really do. But, like, it, it's, like, the basic shit that we're just asking you to understand and, like, not fuck up. So, I, I don't know. But moving on from that, you had DeBerg versus Friendly Gentleman. DeBerg ended up tying Friendly Gentleman, 35-35. Um, I don't know if it's Friendly Gentleman not playing well. I don't know if DeBerg had been playing a little bit better. But DeBerg were able to tie Friendly Gentleman, 35-35. Uh, very impressive out of DeBerg, seeing as they were winless as of a couple weeks ago, and now they have, I think, a win and a tie under their belt, so it's a good showing out of them, and then Friendly Gentlemen have just been having a rough outing as of recently. And then moving on to the last game of the East Division, or the West Division, you had Grape Apes and Vicious and Delicious. Vicious and Delicious ended up coming out on top of that one, 33-28, to 28. um... I'm not going to lie, I'm surprised that a great Apes, that they were able to keep it this close. Vicious and Delicious, I thought we were going to run the score up uh, very high, or, you know, at least start scoring a lot more than 33 points, but still a lot of uh, scoring out of Vicious, and great Apes were able to keep up, so it goes to show that great Apes, you know, are able to keep up with some of these teams, and they're not, you know, too far behind in the uh, division. Moving on to standings in the North Division, you have passing TDs at 5-1-1, one, one, officially taking first seed as of right now. You have Moneymakers at 5-1-0, and oh, Outlaws at 4-3, and three, and Plan B are now at 4-2 and two in the bottom of the division, only because Moneymakers and Plan B still have two um, doubleheaders to play as of this week, and those will really decide these final matchups within the uh, North are going to decide the standings, and then I think they have the... Um, I think they have the playoffs after that, so after this week, we're going to have a solid set for standings, and then Gold Division's going to play out their playoffs, and we're going to see who the best out of that division is, so stick or look forward to um, the matchups in the Gold Division. There's going to be two doubleheaders. Kind of looking forward to that. Um, I think it's Moneymakers play two, two crossover games, I think, and so to Plan B, if I'm not mistaken, but we'll go back and we'll check that out when we go to look at uh, next week's matchups. Then looking at the South... I've never seen this. <clears throat> you have five teams. Not one, not two, not three, not four. You have five teams. Pylon Pythons, P- Dr. D, Royalty, Pray for Snow, and Miami Sharks. All at three and three. Literally every single one of them are at three and three. The only one with a positive point differential is Pylon Pythons. And, yeah, it's it, it, there's something going on. In, in the South Division. I really don't know what's going on. I didn't expect this division to be this close after the standings we saw a couple weeks ago. But seeing everybody tied at 3-3 three and three is going to be interesting to see how the last two weeks end up playing out for the Silver Division. And then you have Monsters at 1-4-1 one and 7-3-2 one, and one, and at 0-6-0. Oh, 7-3-2 oh. um, is the clear last seed as of right now. No offense to them, but they you know, are 0-6 oh and, and there's no coming back from that. Um, and I don't think they play a double header, so, uh, unless they do. If they play a double header, and no, Monsters played six games too. Yeah, there's no shot of them going ahead of anybody as of right now. Especially since the Monsters have a win and a tie. If you know they had the win and five losses, then there might have been a shot for them to co- overcome you know the points against and everything and go ahead of them. But until then, you know, that, that's just if ends or buts, and that uh. That's not going to happen. So you have a whole bunch of 3-3 three and three teams competing for the one seed as of next week. And then you have the Monstars and 7-3-2 at the bottom. Uh, Monstars can still slide into a better seeding if some of these teams end up losing two games in the end of the season. Um, so we'll see how you know that ends up panning out. 
Moving on to the east, you have Phantoms at 5-0-1. Oh, you have Going Deep at 4-1-1. One, one. Revenge Tour at 3-3. Three, three. Show Us Your TDs at 3-3. Three, three. Spartans at 3-3. Three, three. Renegades at 2-4. Two, and, and Black Panthers at 1-5. Um, I don't think any of the cha uh, standings have changed. I think those were the exact standings as of last week. Uh, Phantoms seem to be the clear first seed as of right now. Going Deep are clearly the second seed unless they end up losing out two, two games. Then you have Revenge Tour, Spartans, and Show Us Your TDs fighting for a spot in third, fourth, and fifth as of right now. And then you have Renegades and Black Panthers as the clear bottom seeds as of right now. Renegades could slide in with two wins after this week and next week, but, you know, that would require one of these 3-3 three and three teams to lose out or end up winning a game and losing a game. So, <clears throat> all depends on how those... um end up panning out kind of exciting to see all these team all these uh standing so close and everything and then moving on to the west you have militia at five and one vicious and delicious at five and one both tied for first well technically tied for first but as of right now it's militia over vicious then you have rejects at four and two and then you have basically the rest of the division you have grave apes at two and four tf rating at one four and one one hit wonders at one four and one friendly gentlemen at one four and one and DeBerg at 1-3-1. and one. So, yeah. I think DeBerg are going to have a doubleheader. And every other team are just going to play this weekend, next week. And then we go into um, playoffs. So it's going to be big for these bottom teams to um, fight for standings in the bottom. It's going to end up figuring out who you know plays first and second seed when it comes to the uh, playoffs. And then you have Rejects trying to hope that Militia or Vicious end up losing out of game so that they can win out and end up moving into a second or a first seed as of right now. Grape Apes are hoping that any of these teams can lose out so they can try to move up a little bit more and separate themselves from these 1-4-1 and one teams. And then the women's, you have the, um, you have the championship game as of this week. You have Suicide Squad versus Donnie's Angels, if I'm not mistaken. Both were 7-2 in the regular season. Either seven and two in the regular season or seven and two all around after playoffs and everything. But you have those that game. I'll be shooting photos for that game at eleven o'clock, I believe. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be a um, action-packed Sunday this Sunday. So starting off with this Sunday's matchups, you have the North Division. You have Moneymakers versus the Monstars. That's gonna be a big game for Moneymakers, seeing as they're trying to keep their first place or they're trying to get back into first over uh, passing TDs. Then you have Moneymakers versus Miami Sharks. That's going to be a funny game to watch. I think these are two athletic teams. Um, but Moneymakers are a really, really good team. So it's going to be great to see um, them playing the Miami Sharks and them playing the Monsters. So, you know, Moneymakers versus both those teams is going to be an interesting matchup. Then you have Plan B versus Pray for Snow, which is going to be a good time because a whole bunch of kids from Madawan basically playing each other. It's basically the older Madawan kids playing the younger Madawan kids. And it's going to be a great time to see who um, ends up winning that game. Then you got passing TDs versus Royalty. <clears throat> I think that's going to be an all-around great game. Passing TDs are a great team in first place as of right now of the Gold Division. And then you have Royalty sitting at a um, at an odd spot within the um, South at 3-3 three and three with all those other teams. So Pray for Snow have a huge game against Plan B. Royalty have a huge game. And the Miami Sharks also have a huge game. And then along with that... You have Outlaws versus Pylon Pythons. That's going to be absolutely insane for the standings. Um, Outlaws need this win to try and keep their spot um, ahead of Plan B. And then Pylon Pythons need this win to try and get themselves out of that 3-3 three and three hole with everybody else. 
And then you have Plan B versus 732. I think that's an automatic win for Plan B. Uh, no offense, 732, but basically Plan B need to win both these games to end up moving ahead of the Outlaws. And Outlaws need to win this game to try and keep themselves um, ahead of Plan B. But if Plan B can win out, then you know they move ahead of uh, Outlaws in the standings for playoffs, and that's kind of you know bad on their end because if Moneymakers end up winning both their games, then it'll be Moneymakers versus Outlaws for the first game, and no one wants to play Moneymakers the first game of the playoffs. So I'm just gonna go out there and say it. I don't think anybody wants to play Moneymakers first game of the playoffs. So, you know. It's going to be interesting um, to see how these games pan out, seeing a lot of crossover games and everything. I don't think anybody plays anybody within their division in the gold, uh, in the North Division as of this year or week. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. Moving on to the South Division, we talked about Moneymakers and Monsters. We talked about Moneymakers and Miami Sharks. We talked about Plan B and Pray for Snow. We talked about passing TDs and Royalty. We talked about Plan B and 732. Then you have Dr. D playing a crossover game in a lower division against the Phantoms. And then we talked about Outlaws vs. Pylon Pythons. Dr. D vs. Phantoms is going to be a huge game for standing, seeing as if Phantoms end up losing and going deep end up winning, that's going to be a huge shakeup within the uh, within the East standings because uh, going deep have that tie against... I don't know if it was against the Phantoms. Yeah, they, tie, they have that tie against the Phantoms, so um, it would all come down to points against right now. I believe Phantoms are ahead in the points against. Again, I think it should be point differential, but it's besides me. But um, Phantoms are ahead as of right now in points against. So technically Phantoms would still, you know, be in first place. But if they end up losing or having a lot of points scored against them and losing and then going deep end up, you know, playing a shutout game, it's going to be close when it comes to standing. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Dr. G versus Phantoms. And then moving on to the East Division, you have Revenge Tour versus Spartans, which is going to be absolutely huge for standings. Both Spartans and Revenge Tour are at 3-3 three and three as of right now. There's another 3-3 three and three team also competing that day, trying to take the win to move up in the standings. So uh, basically whatever team ends up winning here will move up in the standings to a third place, maybe fourth place if the um, if Show Us Your TDs end up winning. Then you have Dr. D versus Phantoms. We talked about that game. Going Deep versus Renegades is going to be a huge game because Going Deep can win this by a lot of points and shut down Renegades like the Phantoms did to them last week. It's going to be very close in the points against uh, category when it comes to standings, especially depending on how many points Dr. D end up putting up. And then for the final game of that week in the East Division, you have Show Us Your TDs versus the Black Panthers. That's huge for standings also. Um, Show Us Your TDs are trying to move up in the standings as of right now at 3-3. Three and three. And then the Black Panthers are at 1-5 and five, trying to move ahead of the Renegades in the standings. And the Renegades are at 2-4 and four and have a huge game, like I said, against going deep. So it's going to be a, a little bit of a shakeup in the standings, in my opinion. Uh, that's going to be great. And then moving on to the final games of the day, you have at 8, actually the first game of the day technically, but in the uh, East Division, or the, this is the West Division, I apologize, you have the Rejects versus TF rating. It's going to be a good game. Uh, Rejects won the first one in be, uh, between these two teams. There was a little bit of a scuffle, so it's going to be interesting to see, see these two teams going up against each other. And TF rating seemed to have improved a little bit, seeing as TF rating were able to tie one-hit wonders. So we'll see how this game goes, especially since Rejects, I believe, are missing two of their biggest starters. They're missing their starting quarterback, and they're missing one of their better receivers. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all these injuries that are going on. Then you have Friendly Gentlemen versus Vicious and Delicious. I think Vicious come out on top of this, no question in my mind. Friendly Gentlemen have been playing okay 
but Vicious have been, you know, lights out most of the season up until the point where I believe, you know, we ended up playing them. But it was really good, you know, seeing Vicious and Delicious um, playing so well this season. I think their team's very well put together. And then you have one-hit wonders versus the Berg. Hopefully one-hit wonders can come out with a win. I think they're a lot better of a team than they're showing as of right now through the uh, standings. I don't know how they ended up tying one-hit or uh, TF rating as of last week, but we'll see. The Berg try to take this needed dub, and the Berg are going to end up trying to take this win because if they can end up winning over one-hit wonders, they go ahead of a lot of people in the standings, seeing as they're all at like one and three and one and two. And then you have Great Apes versus Militia. That's going to be a huge game for standings because if Militia end up taking the loss, uh, Vicious and Delicious will move up. If both of them they end up taking losses, then you know Rejects and um, I think there's one other foreign two team, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know who it is. Rejects and somebody else. They uh, have the possibility. No, there's a three and three team. I apologize, but yeah, they have the uh, possibility to move up and everything. So. It's going to be very interesting to see how um, Militia and Vicious and Delicious end up playing because that'll basically decide the standings for everybody else underneath them because even after we have um, <clears throat> even after we have these matchups and everything, we still have one more week. But having Vicious and Delicious and Militia at 5-1, and one, it's going to be hard for teams to catch up, especially since points against is the deciding factor after the tie. And I don't even know, especially if it's three people. Like Gary does this weird thing where if it's not two teams, he doesn't use the head-to-head -head record. And if it's three teams, he uses the points against instead of the point differential, which in my opinion makes no sense. I don't know. But anyways, it's um, it's going to be an interesting week this week. We got a lot of very close matchups. We got a lot of close standings. Uh, the South Division became closer than I ever expected. I thought the uh, West and the East were going to be two of the closer divisions, but it ended up the South has... Four, four or five, no, five, three and three teams. So it's just absolutely mayhem in the South as of right now. And seeing as every South team is playing a crossover game against the um, <clears throat> against the gold teams, it's going to be very interesting to see how these um, these matchups play out. Because if any of these teams can take a win over the gold division teams, it's going to be huge for the gold division standings and the South standings. So we'll see how this goes this week. Um, Again, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate everybody who goes out of their way to listen to the podcast every week. I was talking to the one guy from uh, Militia. He was actually like a little kid when I first got into the league. The guy's like 18, 19 now. It's really good to see him like actually playing and whatnot. He's like, yeah, I listen to your podcast on Spotify. I listen to it every week. And I was like, wow, I really appreciate that. Like, it really does warm my heart when you guys walk up to me and say stuff like that. Like, the fact that people actually listen to it like weekly and like look forward to when the podcast comes out. It's a lot of fun because, you know, I enjoy going through the matchups and I enjoy going through like, you know, the little scuffles that happen during the games and big plays that happen and everything. But it, it's, by the way, fuck Will Saba. That guy, he runs way too well. He gets down and he does this thing with his knees. They're like on the floor, but he's like levitating. I don't fucking know. But man, he's so good at what he does in flag football. But again, shout out to everybody who listens. You guys are great. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Make sure you go follow the Facebook page at Mammoth Adult Flag Football. Go make sure you follow the Instagram page. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, Mammoth Adult Flag Football. Um, make sure you come and see the women's championship matchup at 11 tomorrow. Make sure you, if you, you know, are in any of these divisions, the South and the North, you might want to go see the other team's games because they're huge for standings for you guys. I know it's going to be a little bit colder tomorrow, but, you know, if I, if I was on the other teams, I would make sure I, I saw some of these matchups to see how the rest of the competition is going to be playing for the uh, 
for the playoffs. See if anybody added anybody, you know, since you guys have played them recently. So that's just my opinion. But it's, um, yeah, it's going to be a very hectic Sunday. And then the Sunday following that, you're going to have the playoffs for the <coughs> Gold Division. And then along with playoffs from the Gold Division, you're going to have the final week of the other divisions. So it's going to be very, very, very interesting two weeks. You're going to have a whole bunch of swap-ups in the standings based on the matchups that are going on this week. And then you're going to have a whole bunch of mayhem going on with playoffs in the Gold Division as of next week. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, thank you guys again. I told you guys to go follow the Mouth County pages. Make sure you also follow the um, the podcast uh, Twitter account, at Bucket Hat Toe Tap, all singular, at Bucket Hat Toe Tap. And then once you go there, I post all the... Um, I post all the um, things that are going on throughout the league. I post all the announcements for the podcast and everything on there. And I said I was going to do a captain podcast this week on the 4th, but I figured it'd be better to wait until the gold division ends up uh, finishing their standings. And then we'll have a, like one or two gold captains on. We'll have a couple people from the silver division, seeing as the, um, the divisions are so close. And we'll talk about the standings and what they think is coming up with uh, playoffs coming up for the gold division and playoffs right around the corner for the other divisions. So it's going to be an interesting week next week um, between, you know, podcasts, the matchups this week and next week. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I look forward to it and everything. Uh, like I said, appreciate you all, you all for listening. Uh, shout out to Dante. I hope both my teams end up taking some big dubs this week. We both need dubs. Both my teams, the rejects, and show us. So it'll be a lot of t- it'll be a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, show us your DDs is down bad. We have one guy out with a back injury. Um, another guy isn't able to show due to family stuff. Another guy, um, his brother is sick and he doesn't want to you know risk us getting sick. Um, and then another guy's out with a shoulder injury. So we're down from like the ten. 11 players we normally have we have five guys and that's with a sub this week so it's going to be interesting to see what happens we're going to need at least one more body some somewhere some way to end up um playing this game and end up actually you know competing with this team this week so god bless our soul and we'll see what happens but uh yeah i really appreciate you guys uh good luck to all these teams good luck to the silver division teams good luck to the gold division teams especially the ones that i know personally you know plan b good luck to you guys phantoms good luck to you guys one hit wonders good luck and everything i don't know if i'm missing any teams vicious good luck uh oh god who am i missing i know there's a couple other teams i don't know i don't know I know all the teams personally, but I'm talking about, like, the ones with people I grew up with. So, you know, good luck to those teams and everything, and good luck to everybody else. But, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, and see you guys later. Thank you for listening to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.